This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. And I'm Jordana Abraham. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. So good to be back here with you on this <laughs> April Fool's Day. Is this April Fool's? It is April Fool's. We did it. We made it. Hopefully, this whole year has been a, a huge April Fool's. We've been fools all year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're getting ahead. Uh, yeah. We don't know what's happened from when we taped to now but we hope that we're this, still we're the two still of us are still alive, alive and kicking <laughs> and we laugh because we are scared yeah. um but we also we're here for you we're here to put out content so that you can get through your day I, it might be if you're still stuck in the house from when we taped this then this might be a um a helpful uh vacation a mind vacation from the tries and tribs of what's going on in the world right yeah i mean you will have, when are you supposed to move in today today so you're um, moving today if we're allowed to move in we're okay. moving in today um yeah and that's stressful as it is without what's going on with covid and all that stuff but right. um yeah we're supposed to move in today i'm excited we i uh i just there let everyone go. know you're excited i'm excited yeah. i've gotten used to the yeah i've gotten used to the you yeah, know, you are. The relationships speak. I have to get used to via, you know, big brother. <laughs> it's funny. When we first started dating, um, we went on our first trip. We went to Mexico. And then um, we ran into one of his friends in the airport on the way back mm. or some one of his friend's wives. Um, and she was like, oh, how's the trip? He's like, it was good. And I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, I'm like, it was what? He's like, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it, it is unbelievable. Yeah. The, the thing is, when you get a girlfriend and when you get somewhat serious, you realize that you have been entered in to this wild competition that you had no idea was going on. Like you knew it was going on, but you didn't know how it was happening and, and what levels of it was happening and how nuanced and quiet it was. But just that story alone Mike is probably sitting there going, I said it was good. I had a good time. What do I have to do? And you, and you, you had a him, good time? Good time. Right. Now I got her telling everyone that we didn't seem excited about our vacation. We had a good time? Yeah. And we we're like, like no guy is worried <laughs> about the tone of your good time to right. his buddy being off. Right. Yeah. I mean, because you've been at, here's the thing you've been at brunch tables that have had. Shit talking, I'm sure, right? Like you've been at brunch tables and have had shit talking conversations as small and trivial as that interaction. Yeah, that's all we do is just analyze relationships, people, shit talk. That's like the, that's like the, and who it, we are. And that's and the thing. I, I have to tell you something. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I love it. I mean, I know that it's bad to gossip and it's bad to talk about things, but like, I think that's there's got to be there's an evolutionary need for it because like that's why I love that Real Housewives shit, Bachelor. Well, it's just like it feels good to like talk about someone else's life. Well, it, and it, speculate I, I, wildly. I, listen, I'm a huge Bachelor fan. I get yeah. that, 
what I don't understand, what I when I see it is when I talk about The Bachelor. Like, because mm-hmm. just imagine when you watch someone go crazy for a game, like the Super Bowl, and you go, how could anyone get that into that? I never understand it. Well, yeah. how could that's how he thinks about you. <laughs> how could she ever care about the tone of my good? Of the right. vacation was good. Like... That's the same. Yeah, it's it's fun, the same yeah, it's thing. It's funny because whenever he's like, that's the t- only time I see him super riled up. He's like screaming at the TV. I'm like, what I about screaming about how great our vacation was? <laughs> exactly. And he, <laughs> he just when you're dumbfounded, he's as dumbfounded right. about how his reaction wasn't good enough because you don't understand when he watches football, the, 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 like, the th- the emotional impact of a loss is to a guy like oh my team right. lost so now i'm less of a man i'm gonna get made fun of like i'm not saying this is all true i've or never with- understood that i'm always like you're not even on the team like, like well here's <laughs> a, i understand nothing to do with you <laughs> i well like i used to do a joke i was trying to do a joke about the nfl okay mm-hmm. and the nfl is where this is the most college football and nfl football is where it's the most you know crazy right if you make a joke about like let's say like i remember i would go on stage and i was trying to make a joke about the nfl but i didn't know what team to choose because every time i said a different team someone from the audience would get would yell out to stop me from doing the joke so i would go i and this is how great and, and, and yeah. what you realize is that nfl teams are like a family member to a lot of people so I would. I remember I would go Buffalo Bills, and someone would go, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Not Buffalo. Whoa, we're gonna be fine." And it's like I'm just trying to do my fucking joke. I don't give a fuck about Buffalo. Right. I don't give a fuck about your your team. Like I'm not making fun of your team to get you. And I think that's what sports. That's what happens a lot with guys. Is like it becomes a personal. It becomes a religion. Ex, it's a really. It's a personal extension right. of you. Yeah. They represent a part of you, and it's the same thing. As the boyfriend saying, vacation was good. Yeah, I can't wait to move in. Oh, what? what? (laughs) You're, because they know, we don't understand how that's getting, like what happens later on. Right. Well, the issue is like the social media and the brunch table thing where it's like, oh, like I heard this guy say he was like, you know, he wrote that whole nice poem about her or something like whatever like yeah, long-winded anniversary it, who who wrote um i just saw a tweet that was like the longer your anniversary post caption the worse the Corinne relationship Fisher. is doing yeah Corinne yeah it was Fisher. very funny yeah it, i yes. i agree with that completely it was so funny and yeah everyone go follow corinne she's got a great yeah. podcast guys we fucked i i i <laughs> and she's fantastic i it is interesting because i'm noticing my tone isn't enough for our relationship milestones. And you know what? It becomes a little... Sh- I, I, I don't want to use a phrase I don't exactly know the meaning. You know, schadenfreude. It, okay, what is, I, I've heard of it. I forget what it means. Schadenfreude, I, I literally learned from... Um, is it a, like a show? No, I learned it from the, the puppet musical. Um, but it's a... <laughs> um, it sounds like a word to describe a very specific... Pleasure derived by someone from another person's uh, pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. Oh, okay. Okay, and I see it with, you know, we're seeing it within the times of coronavirus. We're seeing that with people who are like, "Oh, you weren't careful enough. Good, fuck you." 
you know, now well, you have it, and I hope you have it, and I hope everyone that came in contact with you dies so that you feel badly and I'm good. Well, do There's you ever, a level of that. Do you ever feel that way about, you know, like comedy or careers or like things like that where you're kind of like i try to steer oh, away from that canceled fuck you i i i i, I get <laughs> i think we're all guilty of it yeah you know i i see it front row center when i watch the bachelor the bachelor this season barbara mm-hmm. the mom of peter peter's the bachelor he ends the season and his mom gets so involved Oh, yeah. I watched the finale, so I do know what you're talking about. I have a lot of opinions on this. It was so amazing to me to watch these women yell at Barbara. Like, that's an imagine being her daughter in law. Imagine this. Oh, Barbara's awful. Barbara's this. And it's like, if you want to, I'll give a quick recap. The recap is Peter chooses, uh, Peter's face between Madison and, and and Hannah Ann. Barbara likes Hannah Ann, doesn't like Madison, and is very very vocal. vocal about it. And, and it's like, you know, a lot of people out there were like, how could a person be like this? How could a woman be like this? I'm like, yeah, but this is within all moms. I did think like, it was weird. The only thought I think I thought was weird about the mom was that she was like, kind of seemed to be taking the girl's side over her sons. I Well, here's, can I explain what happened? I know exactly. Okay. Moms with two boys, moms with They're only the worst. sons no are offense. tough. The worst. <laughs> I've seen it only myself. Sons, yeah. and, oh, moms with only sons are the worst because... They've been queen of the roost. Of the castle for the Queen entire, of the castle yeah. their whole life, many years. And this is what happened. Right. Madison's a religious person. You're the woman in the family and you, and you're you used to whatever you say being the, the thing. And yeah. So like this is the thing where I kept talking about how Barbara is empathetic and people were like, no, fuck her. No mother should have to. And it's like, yeah, but you guys are in this world of like talk shit on people. And it's like, no, no, no. Give her a fucking shot. A, a mom with two boys. She meets one girl who's obsessed with her son and another girl who looks at her son and goes, you know, we have different values. The minute a woman tells a, a mother that she has different values than her son, that means she is telling the mother, you raised your son wrong. My values I was brought up with are different than the ones you brought up your son with. But Hannah Ann was still like yelling at Peter being like, you're not a man. This is after the blah, fact. Blah, blah, blah. No, but she was, cla- she, you see, they panned her in the studio audience. She's clapping I when get she's it. saying all that shit. This makes sense yeah. because here's what happens. Madison says my values differ with your son. Okay. Okay. That is now to Barbara, crazy mom. Right. She's, she, hit, she's in a sensitive spot. She t- takes that in as I raised my son wrong. So now it's me versus her. Okay, then you saw in that studio audience segment, Madison is sitting with Peter and Peter goes, hey, mom, you got to relax. You have to. I think if you got to know each other, you'd like each other. Now, the son you brought up is siding with another woman. Right. So now he, she and then she has that famous line where she's like, you know, you're, it's you're, not going to he's going to fail to succeed, fail to succeed. Yeah. And she's saying that, like, go walk off with another woman and see how it goes with her. You'll see. I'm your mom. Mom knows best. That's why she's cheering for Hannah Ann. She's cheering for Peter to come crawling back to her and say, you know what? You were right. That chick doesn't think that you raised us right and she sucks. I still think it's weird to get that emotionally invested in. It's all weird. I mean, go look at any Facebook comment section and you see people yelling at each other in the same way. Well, yeah, that's true. But like, I mean, just the reaction when he says he picked the girl, it's kind of like, this isn't your wife. 
It's it's a, all personal. It's all emotional, and it's all about tone. Like right. it's all about it's and it's a. You even saw the husband. She was sitting next to the husband, and he put his. She was like, "And what do you think, Peter Senior?" And he just puts his head down, like, "Oh, whatever fuck. the fuck this bitch." Yeah, thinks. yeah, yeah. I have to live with her, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it's like the and it is this world that men don't understand. This you know this pecking contest. This this race that's been going on and we have no idea Men what it means. It too. It's just about different it's shit. It's about different shit. Yeah. So we, and ours like is said, also sports, sports, career, sports whatever. And, and, and career, but like also physical. Mm-hmm. Ours turns into a fight. Ours turns into a, uh, you know, into like not, I think the fight is done differently too. Right. Where it's like, oh, you know, like even Barbara put up an Instagram post of her and her friends singing, you don't love me. You, you know, like, like you don't do, own me. You don't own me, type of shit. And it's like, what does this all mean? And then like, girls were sending it to me, being like, "Oh, look at her! Look at this slapback or clapback!" And I was like, I don't know what this fucking means. You right. know, this is a fight that I don't even understand. Well, it's it's very. Uh, it requires a certain level of like pettiness and emotional intelligence Abs- to really sit through absolutely. it. Absolutely, that's what and, we're geared to. And that's to what you know. guys a lifetime of it. So when I say. Yeah, I'm excited to move in. Whoa, this is going back to the table. Yeah, well, it's funny. I remember we had, if you guys want to, you guys should go back and listen to some old episodes while you've got all this time. Mm-hmm. But we had Whitney Cummings on mm-hmm. um, very early on. You guys should listen to that episode. She talks about like why women do this, though, like the female brain. She was like, she, dr- she was promoting she was in that her movie. movie. Yeah. But essentially, it's about like how you had to be like acutely aware of all these, like st- women are just much more aware of like social cues in that sense of like heightened heightened like they have to be like on heightened awareness for like danger to the relationships or mm-hmm. danger to your social sure. circle it's just kind of like your evolutionary it's how, you know it's, it's how you were brought up thing. in years and years and yeah. relatives on relatives yeah it's a, it's all interesting i'm you know i'm in, i i think this kind of quarantine section is a nice pre She's already annoyed with me. She's already seeing that. I, it, it is funny to, to like go, oh, I was the problem. You know, right. there's a lot of, I don't think anyone would want to live with me. Um, yeah. So I like, you know, good luck to her. You know, like. Yeah, but now you know what, but it's also like, this isn't even what it's like to live together. I know. It's not this like not this the, when you live yeah, together. It's not the day to day isn't right, like this. The, I mean, it's like this on the weekends when you live together, but mm-hmm. it's not like this seven days a week. <laughs> it's a crazy. That's, not, that's a situation that no one no I one know. that you know has lived through. Let's do some emails. So you I thought, ready? Yeah, I thought this was an interesting email. Um, I thought about it a lot last night. So this, someone writes in, Hi, J&J. My ex's mom just passed away. What's the etiquette on reaching out? Don't want to be an asshole for not reaching out, but don't want to be selfish for doing so. I'm guessing I'm overthinking this, but would love to hear your thoughts. Mm, very interesting. Do you have any thoughts? I have, I have thoughts. I thought about this a lot because I was, um, and I asked some people because I have a lot of time these days. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think if you broke up less than two years ago, you should reach out, say something nice with no, and without asking any questions. Interesting. And then, and if you broke up more than if you broke up more than that, not necessary. Mm. I I I disagree. You disagree. I disagree with putting a timestamp on it. Really? Yeah. I I, I don't think um, your co- your high school girlfriends. Mom passes away. Are you texting her? And I come across the information. Yeah. Yeah, I would text. You text her. 
Yeah, because I'm not sexually attracted to them or I'm not invested in this relationship. So you think, think almost the opposite. I think the opposite. I think if you are, I think here's what you need. I think it can be selfish, but you have, you can only drive your bus. Okay. So my thought on this, and a lot of people are asking this question about like coronavirus and quarantine people. Should I check in on, right. you know, my ex had lung disease. You know, my, my ex doesn't, isn't good about this stuff. When you say my ex isn't good about this stuff, that makes me think you're emotionally still involved in them and you're thinking of them in a romantic way. Right. When you say my ex's mom passed away, okay, here's what I would say. If you are over, you have to be honest with yourself. If you're over the relationship, then you can text. I kind of almost feel like it's the, not the opposite, but... Like if we broke, if we were dating and we broke up tomorrow mm. and then your mom dies on Friday, like I, I'm clearly not over the relationship. Let's say you broke up with me on, on tomorrow and, and whatever sure. your mom dies on Friday. God forbid. Um, I'm, I'm going to text you cause we were, I, you were in my life a week ago. Of course. But you also, this is kind of back to my point is that when you, so maybe not that you're over it emotionally, but you have to separate that this is a care text for someone that you had a relationship with from this is something that will get me back in with them. Right. If 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 you look back down the the lines of life and go, well, we got back together because his mom passed away and I got back. Maybe that wasn't the healthiest way to get back together. That's you how know? a lot of people probably get back together. If you watch Vanderpump Rules, that's... Uh, I'm sure it happens. That's, I'm, sh- right. I'm sure, but I would say to me... If you're texting someone to, you have to, your text has to be genuinely to wish them well with a dead relative. If it's not, you have to hold back and realize it's not. Well, I think the closer that you are to dating, um, the more it's going to be harder to to sit between the two, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. I think it's kind of like. But that's what what you have to be prepared for. You need to prepare for what's going to come back from the person. Because they might see it as, oh, they're trying to get back and maybe I'm thinking about them more and this was nice and wow, we texted again. I think it has to be, hey, uh, I'm, I'm sure times are tough right now. I just want to send my condolences. Hope all, I, I, I no questions. No Hope questions. All is well. Hope all is right. well. Thinking of you. Or I would just be right. thinking of you. Right. Hey, I heard the horrible news. I hope, uh, I, I hope my, my okay. thoughts are with you. Uh, what was the last line I said? Hope all is well. I mean, it's not. Not hope all is well. I get away from hope all is well. Yeah, I, I, I think, agree with that. Yeah. Upon second, upon further reflection, get away. Get away from um, well, it's like, hey, I heard the horrible Don't, news. But no, let me know if there's anything I can do. No, no, no. You, you got to shut it off. Hey, heard the horrible news. My thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. Boom. Done. What if that person comes back at you with... Let's, what's the response? What what could the hypothetical response be? Thanks. Um, yeah, we're really just trying to get through this and deal with it. Um, how was everything with you? I'm doing well. I can't imagine my thoughts and prayers are with you. Again? You, you're a political a candidate. Double, a yeah, double yeah, my double, thoughts, double, thoughts or double prayers thoughts are with you? Double thoughts and prayers. Yeah. That's, you, you get out. Right. Because that, that person there on the, the, the selfish part is to not be a little bit cold. The selfish part is when you go, everything's been good, you know, with COVID going around at a little high times, but, you know, I have been thinking about you. There it is. Right. You're four seconds away from I have been thinking about you, which 
You should be thinking about the person. They're an ex. They're someone that's been in your life. You're going to go review the timeline of your life. That's going to happen. But that's but, why I think if it's, if it's been long enough, I think if it's like, if it's been years since you've been together, you're not going to be, the person doesn't like, like you're not that person for that person anymore. Of course. But also it's nice to hear from anybody. I think like what during a time of crisis, time, time would of you, need. Would you want to hear from, if it was you, would you want to hear from, from your ex of five years ago? Would that make if you feel I, better? It wouldn't make me feel... If I did, I would appreciate it, and then I would move on from it. I'm over them. Right. You know, but, like, I, I don't think... I think this is only a problem to the people who aren't over it. And if you're not over it, then maybe it's not time to reach out. So you're saying don't reach out if, you're, if you if still you can't have any kind of emotions about it. the temptation of them speaking to you on fine terms that it will feel... You'll go... Because what happens is you go, Wow. Remember, this is how we used to talk. Yeah, but this is like this is like wartime, you know, texting. So let's like say, all okay. you know, like you have, you know, you gotta have to abide by certain right. rules when someone dies. Let's say you break up. This happens six months later. You're not full. Three months later, you're not fully over it. I'm sending a text. You're still. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're gonna send the text even if you're you have hey, emotions I about it because it's the it's like the right thing because to do. because it's the right thing to do because of the proximity that they were in your like of how important they were in your life at one sure. point. Hey, I heard the horrible news. My I mean, thoughts and prayers are with your family. Please send my best. Boom. I'm out. Okay. So I don't answer a single text after that. You send this to anyone? Yeah, I would. I mean, even if you still I, feel. I've had instances in my life where I haven't sent the text, haven't called, and it sticks with you. You know, you... Right, because you can't... You can't undo that. And then the farther you get away, the more you're like, man, it's weird. I should have sent it. Now it's years later and I'm still thinking about it. Like, right. You know, I, guess, I, I just think... I just think sometimes it fucks with that person more than, than it... I, I think if that's the case, then that person... Well, needs sometimes to speak people, with someone needs to speak to a professional like then the person if you can texting needs to yeah the person texting doesn't need to seek a professional if that's their only text if how you been i've been thinking about you if you're doing that to someone while they're going through a hard moment in their life then you're fucked up but i'm saying you could say that thing and it could still inadvertently make the other person kind of like it reminds it reminds yeah, them that of someone that goal. they used I, to i i always think of um the intention. The intention is is bigger than the than what comes out of it. I think of the what the like the way it would affect the person they were texting. I'm not on that side. I, I I don't. I think everyone's trying to get by. Everyone's trying to do the right thing. Everyone's trying to go through life without being evil. Mm-hmm. You know, we we like to think that there's like this group of people out there that are just like living every day. Okay to fuck with our lives. And it's like, no. And I think if someone, you know, six months out, your mom dies and you go, hey, just want and if that person twists that to be, oh, you're trying to fuck with me while my mom, it's like, right. there's nothing you could have done. You're just trying to be nice and offer, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and then the someone would say, well, you, why do you need to offer? Why do you need to be the person? It's like, yeah, I just, I, I feel bad if anyone's mom dies. You know, like right. I, I, it, what if it was something incredible that happened to them? Like, good. I don't think you need to. <laughs> then <laughs> like, it's a no. It's a no because then it, it, it's it's like, why are you watching my life so much? Like, you heard, you heard someone heard that you, uh, I don't know, won the lottery. 
<laughs> I'd be like, oh, you're looking for some money now. You know, like, I don't know if someone like, let's say, like, let's say I, uh, let's say I do the Tonight Show. Okay. Let's say I yeah. get the Tonight Show and a girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend of mine is like, hey, I just saw you on the Tonight Show. That was so cool. And I remember back in the day when you were doing open mics and we were dating and I just want to say it was cool for me to see that from you. I would go, wow, that's the nicest thing in the world. I, I, I appreciate that you thought enough of me and felt a part of it in a certain part of my life. Like, I would feel nice about that. But I, would, but I don't think that would bring me down the road of like, oh, well, what could have been? Well, it wouldn't because you're like not in that state. But what if, I know, what if but you were? Like, I, I think you be. underestimate the amount of time that it takes most people to get over um, breakups. That might be true, but I also, you know, I'm probably underestimating it. But I, I also believe in like the other, like just looking at the other side, like oh, they did that because they wanted to. Like it was the intention. I just believe in looking at the intention of most right. things. Like, yeah, if you if you believe that person is purely intentioned, yes. I, I like to believe in that. I mean, and I, I guess I'm overestimating people's purity. I mean, pure intentions are more of a big deal in the, when the bad thing happens than when the good thing happens. If the good thing happens, the thing has to be on national news. Okay. You can't <laughs> show that you've stalked them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It right. has to be make the news. Right. It's like getting Instagram verified. Yeah, you I, have to have had articles written about you for this to be verified. I've had people um reach out in the We've talked about yeah, that. in the good in the good news way. And how do you feel? Like, again, like I mean like I don't think you have to like not be over something to be like still kind of be like I don't I don't really give a shit if you like think this is cool. Like I don't want to hear 30 or under 30. Yeah. You got that. Yeah. Do you have re- people reach out? Exes? Um other stuff. I don't think about that, but other stuff, yeah. And what was your response to them fuck off <laughs> i think i probably just like didn't answer i think it's okay to not answer it's like too. yeah it's like i don't want to get into a conversation with you but he, that's the other really. thing though it's okay to see that text go that was nice right. i'm not gonna I'm go not down gonna, that road yeah because it brings up bad feelings right i mean even though the thing that we had talked about in like the january episode it was kind of like it's kind of like I know what you're doing. Some, mm. There's some people who text and it's kind of like I know what you're doing, especially for guys. I mean, there's probably less so for girls than it happens for guys, but it's like with those toxic situations where it's like you're using this as a way to like restart something that you're eventually so, going to fuck with me on. <laughs> you're making me rethink my statement from the Do you know what I'm saying? I hear you because so it should be. I think if you're over it, you reach out. Right. And you haven't gotten back together in the past. Okay. That's a new statement based so, on my experience. If you've yeah. had one breakup and it ended, you're allowed to text. Okay. If you've had, if it's one of those multiple breakup people, on again, off again things, right on the side of no well, text. That's that was those situation. That was a lot of the times those situations were like, I'm getting the text and I'm like, I know, I know what Here you're doing. Here we go right. again. I know, yeah. so, but it's it's kind of like one of those things where you always talk about the in. You know what I mean? There's you can't argue that that person's wrong. Like I was just so happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's the inarguable, but it's like, I know you're full, like, especially with the good things because Mm -hmm. the good things aren't like, it doesn't seem predatory when you're just like, Oh, awesome job. It's like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) And then awesome job. How you been? Right. Yeah. That's how it goes. Exactly. Those are the ones, you know, And the next thing you know, 
the person is like uh, pulling away after you've been sleeping <laughs> with them for two months. And you're like, how did I get how here? I, I, thought prob- I, had the, I thought I had such the good, I had the great thing going on. <laughs> you're probably wondering how I'm, I ended up here. Right? <laughs> so I'm saying it's like you had the upper hand and then that person yeah. like sneaks in with the like awesome job. Good for you. I'm so excited for you. Let's do drinks this week right. and celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. I, the next thing you know, you're like crying alone in your But it also your takes your, the thing is there's, well, that's why I don't we, answer we, those people. We can't you absolve or, ourselves yeah, of self-responsibility. Yeah, that's fair. And the self-responsibility there is to go, uh-oh, no, I won't get drinks with you this week. Right. You know, like, well, well, cool. How you been? It, well, it, what happens is what that does, we have a lot of people that write into here and DMs and all this stuff where they're like, here's a situation um, that they're like, you know, we 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 got together. We you know, the the best time to hook up with someone is after you've broken up. So they'll okay. go, okay, we broken up, and now we're still now we started texting again, and now he's like, hey, meet up with me. This is the best entree right. to meet up with me because now the there's an outside force. Well, it's like the birthday text. The the treaty has been lifted. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, the birthday text or the mom passed away. Hey, I heard about your mom. I'm so sorry. Then you answer. You have some nice banter. Then a week goes by. It's like, hey, you out tonight? The you out tonight is almost okay now because the last text on the phone isn't right. go fuck yourself. Right. You know, so if you one scroll up is a beautiful text to your mom. Yeah. For, no one does four up. Where it's like, you're uh, a yeah. piece of shit. I'm sorry, I can't do this. Yeah, like, <laughs> a lot of this is a buffer between your shitty text right. well, to the next are you up text. Because the easiest person to end it with is the person you've already ended it with. Because you're like, well, we already wrote the contract. You said, I told you I don't want a serious relationship. You knew not well, to that's come what I'm saying. here. A lot of the times as a woman, you kind of have to be on defense. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people, there's a lot of men who like will are will use those things to... And they don't really care about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's under the. It's the worst thing about those things. They're under the guise of like of niceties. Of I care about you and I'm excited for you and I'm happy for you and it's selfless. It's mm-hmm. under the guise of selflessness, but it's not. It's actually just like their it's, way. It's, in. it's to add blue onto the phone. Right. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on 
the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's do some emails. You ready? Mm-hmm. Awkward sex? Yeah, you got it. Hey, J&J, big fan of the podcast, so I know I should get straight to the point. I've been seeing this guy for about four months. We've had the exclusive talk. One thing I noticed about him right off the bat is that he is constantly chewing gum. He do- It doesn't really bother me, but it definitely gets something I've noticed. The other day, he came over, and we started making out. He excused himself to go to the bathroom, and I assumed he went to spit out his gum. He came back, went down on me, and we ended up having sex. Afterwards, we were having a post-game sex snuggle, and all of a sudden, he starts chewing his gum again. I... I asked if he had it in his mouth the entire time. And he said, yeah, he tucks it into the back of his mouth when we make out so it doesn't accidentally end up in my mouth. I have no idea how this guy does it because I really thought he spit it out. Then it suddenly occurred to me that he went down on me with the gum in his mouth. I asked if it tasted like pussy at this point. What an abrupt... Like, you turn in this conversation. That hey, are you sexual. Gu- Is that gum in your mouth? Oh, I thought you spit it out when you. Uh, so do you make out with me? Like, oh my! Uh, you make out like what is ask me. Is, it, <laughs> is that gum in your mouth? Yeah, 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 yeah. When we make out, I tuck it, you know, to the back of my mouth. So you just go down on me with this gum in your mouth? Yeah, I just tuck it up into the mouth. Does it taste like pussy? Actually, I want to be the woman. Let me yeah, be the I think woman. You should be the Ready? woman. You go. Okay. So, hey, did you have a uh, gum in your mouth when we were making out? Uh, yeah, I like, you know, I put it in the back of my mouth so it doesn't, you know, you can't even tell. Really? Hmm. That's crazy. I never thought about that. Did you have it in there when you went down on me? I, again, I put it in the back of my mouth. You can't even tell. I just, I don't like to waste a good piece of gum. Now I want you to tell me something. Does that gum taste like pussy? So this girl's a (laughs) man. (laughs) Just such a... She takes a drag of a cigarette. 
Oh my god. Does that gum taste like pussy? Oh my god. <laughs> I love this that. This whole thing is making me so uncomfortable. I asked him, uh, I have no idea. Uh, then it suddenly occurred to me that he went down on me with the gum in his mouth. I asked if it tasted like pussy. At this point, he said no, but it doesn't help cancel out the it doesn't help cancel out the flavor either, since it's lost its mintiness before we started making out. <laughs> These are, everyone oh is being God. too honest. I know this is like medical procedure. I asked him to never please do that again uh, because I don't want to end up going to the doctor because there's gum stuck in my vagina. He said he thought about spitting it out, but he didn't want to ruin the moment. I've, I've been, <laughs> it is a little like ooh, kissing down the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Uncom- unpleasant. He said he thought he gets about it in your sheets. <laughs> I've, I've been seeing this guy for four months now, and I can't stop wondering how many times he's gone down to me with the gum in his mouth. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I've never heard of anything like this happening uh, my group chat before. Um, we, she says, calls it gum or cum. I like it. Gum or cum. Um, bubblicious. Bubblicious. Um, Trident trauma. I like that. Uh, bubblicious boy, bubblicious, uh, bubble boy, bubblicious bubble boy, boy that's good. That's um, good. winter green Gary, <laughs> my Gary, <laughs> I don't know, just give him a name. Um, have, so you chew, you say you chew a lot so of gum, we've right? talked about this yeah, on a you, past you've episode. Talked about that. She, this was at the have you end. Ever done this? I've definitely done this, really, absolutely. The thing he ta- I've told you. I don't know what episode You're it was. You're chewing them now? No, I'm not. Okay. But I don't know what episode it was. We It was at the yeah, end of an talk, episode. Yeah. We talk about how I always have gum in my mouth, and I'll put it in the back, so top right-hand corner of my cheek. Do men have, like, a special spot in their mouth that females don't have? I don't know. Well... I've never heard of any... I think men have more practice with gum. I think maybe that's it's not like a good <laughs> look for women. To more gum early I, I, on. Like I, I don't. I've never been told I look like a horse with gum in my mouth. I can see how some women might get from a grandmother that it's not right. ladylike. I feel like you, maybe we've gotten more like spit Shit, out your gum. Yes, whatever. You know, yeah. But for me, I put in the top cheek of my mouth. Storage. Interesting storage facility. I never knew about. And but it never gets in the way. I've never had an issue. One time, I went home with a girl. And we hooked up, and she woke, and it wasn't my gum. She got, we were both drunk. What? She had gum in her mouth. Was it a different guy's gum? It was her gum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Gary. She woke up with a giant clump of gum in her hair. That is, maybe that's why we don't chew gum. Gum in your hair is like the worst thing that could ever happen. She had to like, and I remember we went you out have to for cut br- the hair. Out. Totally, this was in there too. Yeah, and I remember and the, we, the closer it gets to the root, the more fucked up it is. It. We went out, and we. I remember we hooked up. This was years ago. We're That's at, why we don't chew gum. I forgot yeah, about that. And okay. it's the hair thing, because if you get drunk, it falls out of your mouth, and then it's in your hair. Yeah. So it fell out of her mouth. It got in her hair, and we went out for. And I like, I'll never forget it, because I remember. The next morning, she was kind of freaking out, a little bit embarrassed. I was like, it's cool, whatever. And I was like, let's just go for breakfast. You know, like, well, <laughs> me, you, and, and your gum. And your gum. But I remember her, like, putting her hair up in a way that, like, the gum went away. She had to cut it out, right? Had to have. And you have to. Yeah. I just remember that how embarrassed she was. And I felt bad because it wasn't that embarrassed. To me, I was like, it happens. You can't you wash that out. No, yeah. but we couldn't get out. It was, uh, it was in there real good. Um, but... I do think like I someone might be like, well, Jared, you keep it. I, I'm pretty skilled with putting. I mean, we did a whole podcast. You yeah. didn't even know I had gum in my mouth. So the idea of him going down on you, you're like, I don't want to go to the doctor because it'd be gum in my vagina. 
I think that's a little I dramatic. Can, I mean, I can, I can imagine a world in which that happened. I can, but I'm also imagining the world where Especially a guy who chews gum like, a lot. if you're the kind of girl who has like pubic hair, that's probably sure. terrifying. It is a little terrifying. Gonna cut it out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Just I so don't know. funny. I mean. Yeah, see. red flag or deal breaker. You're with a guy and you see this. I guess, I mean, it's like, it's if he's if he's good at it, whatever, you know, whatever you got to do to get there. I mean, if a girl went down on me with gum in her mouth and like I felt the gum a little bit, I'd be like, this is cool. Oh, you're into it. Yeah, why not? A little like some silly putty on my my balls or some shit. I don't know. Okay. I, I think it's the more off-putting thing to me is if she got up and she's like, <laughs> if, if the girl went down on me and she goes, this gum tastes like dick. <laughs> what, if she, what if it was a girl who just chewed bubblelicious constantly, like sugary? I'd be okay. Huge with gum. I, I well, one time did I ever tell you the story? My might have. my buddy and I used to fuck with a friend of ours in economics class in college. We had a friend that was like really in economics class. Like she was like oh, so yeah, on the ball. And, and one day we went into class. Yeah, yeah, we we sat on both sides of her, and we both were like, "He was like, do you want some gum?" And I was like, "Sure." And then he put a bubblelicious in his mouth. I put a bunch of yes, in my I mouth. Yes, I remember the story. And then he goes, you want another piece? And I go, sure. And then we both had three pieces of Bubblicious in our mouth, and we just sounded like horses or like cows, just like. Ugh, that poor girl. And I remember she was so into the class. She wanted to get her homework done. And she's like, she had to get up. She like freaked out. She's like, this is, a, I, I gotta get out of here. And we like high five. You're probably and, on her list of like people she also, <laughs> the Scheiden, whatever the fuck it's the called. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Waiting on me to die. Waiting for all your shows to be canceled. Just, just I, I, yeah. you off the list. Yeah, with lipstick. <laughs> you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. 
Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Let's hit it. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been dating for over a year uh, through him being in grad school, and now we both, we're both working in the real world. We live an hour away as I live in the city and he lives at home, so most of our relationship is bound to the weekends. It makes the weekends always exciting, and we have an amazing time together. But being in a weekend relationship is taking its toll. I wonder my I consider myself a pretty independent person, but when in a relationship, my love language is quality time. So spending as much time with my significant other as possible is important to me. But he is different in the sense that he needs more personal time. This weekend, for example, he mentioned it'd be nice to have a regroup weekend for some personal time. But to me, I'd be just as content with a relaxing weekend together. How do I compromise this and not think, okay, now we won't see each other for two weeks now? Or, th- or think, why doesn't he want to spend relaxing time with me? I guess the main question would be, how do you both balance both balance your relationships, jobs, friends, family, and alone time? Does it just come down to different priorities? So this is, this kind is a of, non-COVID question. Not, <laughs> to me, uh, this is the problem with the love languages. Well, This becomes a, and we talk about it a lot mm-hmm. in this podcast, saying before being. You okay. know, where someone's like, well, I'm an introvert. Right. So I, I like my alone time. I like my alone time. And then they get with someone, and then all of a sudden they're not such an introvert anymore. Right. So the problem with the love language thing is it's given people um, an out for being actually in relationships. But he mean? could be like, well, you know, this guy could be like, I'm not really into, you know, she. what did she say her love language was? Like uh, quality time. Quality time. He's like, well, that's not, that's number five on my list. Number one on my list is, I'm a real big uh, go out with my friends for three beers and speak to you once a week in between blowjobs guy. That's my <laughs> That's love, love language. language. You know what acts I mean? Acts of service. But, uh, acts of yeah, Get to it, bitch. You know, like... <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, right. this is where it comes in as a problem because, like, I like my alone time, too, but I also spend every minute with Jess, you know, sitting around doing nothing like she wants to do. Well, do you ever have have un like unmatched wanting for alone time and you know, being together. You no, know, there's a night like, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, I was done with shows and she was like, Hey, why don't you stay at my place? Why don't you come over? And I was like, Well, I have a meeting in the morning. I'm I'm gonna go stay at home and she was like, Ugh, that sucks. And I'm like, Yeah, it sucks. Didn't work out tonight. Tomorrow. We'll chalk it up. You know, like and it's as easy as that. It does when the minute it becomes, well this is my love language is the minute it's like, oh, you're trying to mask having an uncomfortable conversation with each other. You so you think he is trying to like get out of this? I think he's trying to separate from you in a way that he's trying to tell you the type of relationship he wants. Right. I think it's this could be related to anything. I think it could be like he doesn't text me ever. Mm-hmm. So, you know I mean, I think and what we I go back to what we always say about owning your standards. So it's kind of like, okay, that's what he wants, but what do you want? You want to spend yeah. more time together. You want a partner who wants to spend every weekend together, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Him not wanting to do that is also fine if he finds the right person. Sure. He's not that guy. It right. might not be the match. Right. And well, that's what I'm saying. It's more about like, why doesn't he want it? I think you, it's very easy to take this personally. And I've done this before mm-hmm. to be like, you know, what it, like, am I annoying him? Am I an annoying person? Am I being clingy? Should I say something? I don't want to be, is- I don't want to be cool. I'm going to be chill. But I also like, 
I also really want to hang out with him. But this is the problem with the love languages thing. It's, it, it immediately becomes a, well, we can work it out if we just figure out the language. And it's like, no, you can't. This ain't figuring it itself out. You two are not a match. He is trying to stay far enough away from you to fuck and not be responsible for you at the same time. But if he really cared about her and he knew that meant a lot to her, maybe he would just do it. Of course. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, right, yeah. Listen. But she doesn't even sound like she's... she's Entertaining said, that. She's said anything to him, though. Yeah, because she's sitting there going, well, I want to respect his language right. and I have my language. I know how I am. She's putting the blame on herself, which isn't fair. Right. She can say... I, I think this is like the same going back to like paying for the bill. Like... If you dump someone because they didn't pay for the date, that's okay. Right. If you dump someone because they don't the want because they're not trying to hang out with you on the weekends, that's also okay. That's also okay. You're gonna be just the nicest person that will want that right. with you. And I think when someone like doesn't even meet you, like she this whole email is from the perspective of how do I meet his love language? Right. It's not that's how does he the meet standard mine. thing, yeah. yeah. It does he there's no point in this where she goes, Well, she does he won't hang out with me. When I say it's important to me and I should probably leave right. this guy, right? You know, it's like, it's not that he's to relate it back to texting. It's like, it's not that how do I get him to text me more? It's like, how do I find a guy who wants to text in the same frequency that I do? I, and I think in these cases, my best advice, it's okay to be mad because oh, you think so. Oh, absolutely. To go, Hey, it's fucked up. You didn't come hang out with me. I'm, I'm sitting at home doing nothing. I'm quarantined. I thought we'd be quarantined <laughs> together. You know, it, like that type of thing right. where you go, Hey, um, it's really disappointing me that you didn't show up. And then he'll either fix it or not. Because, and if he doesn't, that shows you how much responsibility he wants for you. Yeah, you're giving them like, a, everything is a little, te- I mean, like, you don't want to think that you're being tested in a relationship, but especially, but in, especially in the beginning, everything that you're saying is like, we're going to see how close we can come to each other on this thing. But if you never say your point of view, then the other person then you have to go to the other person's side. Work, it's, not, no, it's no one going to the middle. With working at night, you realize, like I would have a lot of times where Jess would go, hey, she would get mad at me. And there were a lot of pressure points in where we are now that started with us like on the edge of a breakup. Where we'd be sitting there and she's going, you either make me feel like you want to date with me or you leave this relationship. And... You know, I got better and we figured it out and we talked more about it. You there know, was a, there was a citywide shutdown, citywide <laughs> shutdown. And we really we closed all that. restaurants and we <laughs> really helped you make those decisions. <laughs> yeah, I, it helped us out a lot. But I'm saying when it, well, my point with that is yeah. that like the next week we did have a date. Right. Well, and, that's what- and, and I did say to her, here's my schedule for the next week. And no, I wouldn't do that for someone I met a week ago. Yeah. Like, uh, if, if if a weekend she was like, I need to know your schedule next week because I don't feel valued in this relationship, I would have said, this is too early for me. And yeah. I would have been out. Right. And I feel like, and we talked about this too before, it's like ultimatums get a really bad rap. Mm-hmm. But ultimatums are really like, here's my standard. Yeah, I think it's, I think they get a bad rap because a lot of times it's like, you're making him choose between you and his life. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're making the person choose between a compromise and no compromise. Right. And if you are in a negotiation, we've brought that metaphor up a lot on this podcast, both parties leave not getting everything they want. 
Exactly. But if you care about the person, you're still you're still in in negotiations. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, the you, minute you're like, this isn't worth a negotiation to me, I'm out. Fuck this contract. This, but this love language thing has made it really easy for people to act like assholes <laughs> without compromising. So they go, I'm just the sarcastic one. No, you're the bitch. Right. You're the dickhead who says uncomfortable things to make people feel uncomfortable because you have low self-esteem. That's who you are. But you're not... What's that? What does that have to do with the love language, though? I'm saying this is because people do with their love language. Well, I'm a person who needs quality time. Right. And if I don't get it at all, then I won't have... Then you have to... You're not being with me. And it's like, all right, well, how about you get the quality time that the other person... And then the other person goes, well, I'm a... I like you know, gestures. <laughs> it's like, okay, like, okay, then what the fuck are we talking... You're not... This isn't Hogwarts versus Hufflepuff. Right. Yeah, you know? I think if you use them loosely, they're good. Sometimes people can take them to an extreme of like... To me, this is an extreme. Right. I agree. Like, the fact that she's like, well, I have to bounce around his his act of gesture and he's not a quality time person. No, 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 no. Everyone's a quality time person. Right. I think they can be used as an excuse for mm. something that's not working on a different level and you can blame it on that sure. when it's not the case. Oh, he doesn't probably. like sitting on the couch with someone? Right. <laughs> like... <laughs> In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. You ready? I'm ready. I've been dating my amazing boyfriend for four years, and we've had the most loving, uh, we've had, for the most part, a loving and healthy relationship. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Here it goes. Sometimes you read these emails, and the first line, you know, it's going to get serious. (laughs) Like, she just goes, four-year relationship, loving, for the most part, a loving relationship. Here we go. I was like, what an idiot. No, just kidding. Thank you for writing in. (laughs) Recently, (laughs) we agreed that at the end of our lease this summer, we would move in together. It felt extremely right and mutual. Uh, She wrote mutuals in all caps. (laughs) Mutual? (laughs) He was very excited. (laughs) He said it was great. (laughs) When we had the discussion, but since then, things have felt off. And I'm finding myself slightly annoyed and sad and feeling there's a lack of effort on his end. I feel like he hasn't made much of of his normal effort. Isn't really, quote unquote, there for me fully the way he has been. And I want him to be. And I kind of seem lower priority and short. I can't help but uh, feel that he is not trying to, that like he is trying to quote unquote live it up before he moves out of his place with his roommates and best friends. Uh oh. Or just having cold feet in general. Both of these would be okay if he just communicated this to me. Instead, I feel like he's been kind of distanced, and I feel like bringing things up. Uh, may he might rebut by saying I'm not. I'm but saying I'm moving in with you. I don't want to feel like I constantly owe him a pass or I'm pushing him into this by any means. I've told him a few times now that if he wants to wait another year, that's fine by me. And he reassures me he really wants to move in. I also don't want to move in with if we're on shakier ground. I feel like um, we're on now. If we're on the shakier ground, I feel like we're on now. What do you suggest with this? I want him to have his fun and his, with his friends, but I also don't feel... don't. Bless you. Just sneeze. 
Just a snake. Doesn't it feel weird? They're coming time? for you. <laughs> ah, no, I have allergies. <laughs> it does feel like a scary time. I coughed before and I felt like you can't do that in public anymore. Uh, no, to get into just like pulling out your penis. Yeah, yeah. I run into a fucking alleyway. Um, I don't want to feel like I constantly owe him a pass or I'm pushing him into this by any means. I've told him a few times now that if I want to wait another year, I also don't want to move in over on shakier ground than I feel like we're on now. What do you suggest with this? I want him to have his fun with his friends, but I also don't want, don't like that it seems like he's acting like this is the last months of fun he'll ever have in his life. I am starting to think that we're not in the right space to move in together. I guess my main fear is that he's not being completely honest with me and there were some resentment in the future. I know I need to just have a talk with him, but I'm worried I will push him further away. Would love your thoughts on how to handle this. Thank you. What do you think? Um, I think the... I, I feel like it reminds me of the guys who like you know have prostitutes to their villa on their bachelor party sure. it's kind of like what are like you're acting like the kind of like what she's saying like you're acting like this is like your last hurrah like you're about to be like you're going yeah. to prison it's not this, a good feeling well i did air we did talk a little bit about this in the last episode right just the difference between men the and excitement women thing, yeah. and the excitement thing and then this episode too because you too. just moved in i just moved in right let me read. Sometimes the answers are in the email. I, the things that we've spoken about is me not sounding excited when I am, but your actions. I, but I would say that my version of what I said sounds very different than her version. Not what I did say that a friend of mine said, well, you had a good run. That conversation did happen, but it wasn't you had a good run. Let's go to the strip club and get it out while we still can. <laughs> right. You know, that wasn't the end of that story. So when she writes... It feels like you don't want it that bad when you're trying to, like, get everything in before... Oh, this is bizarre to me. Right. Because I'm not doing this. This is very... Again, I'm 10% away from the guy you're dating. This is 100% away from where I am, which makes me think he's not wanting to move in. Well, why not take the... I have friends... I have had friends that have done similar this stuff like this. Right. And the relationships always end. I'm just saying. Why I, is that? The month of the bachelor part. You know, the minute right. they become like, when a guy becomes the groomzilla, when the guy is like, well, everyone get together for my going away party because I'm going away to like, you know, move in with my girlfriend. It's like, what? Right. Like I've never on. heard of yeah. it. Sound, and the idea that he's going from roommates to move in with you. Like right now, my life, the, the move in is like stressing me out because of like, we're not there yet. Like we're, we're taping this before, but like the move in is stressing me out because of the logistical shit. The right. fact that we're going into quarantine and I need a moving company to come to undo my, and I need people to move stuff out of my place and I have to get, you know, insurance to give to the doorman and to, for the building to have movers come in. All this stuff stresses me out. I also own my place. I have renters. Right. So like. Well, you're like a more of an adult, it sounds like, than this guy who has the, the but roommates. I would think that all people going into a, I think men are way more in tune, as we talked about, in tune to like, okay, the logistic of this. None of the logistics include, got to have one more night with the boys. Right. You know, like, it just, well, this is foreign to me. This is someone who is saying to his friends or his friends realize like, we're, you know, he thinks there's an ending to his fun that doesn't really... I don't really feel that way. I don't... 
go into this movie being like, well, it's over. I'm like, no, there's a new beginning for something right. I'm ready for. You're not trying to overcompensate for. Yeah, I don't need like this. a coke filled binge with the boys. Right. You know, with a bunch of girls with hot tits. Like that's not like my that's not my going yeah. moving in gift it, from the guys. It feels like the bigger hurrah you make about something, the more scared of it you are. Or the, Especially more, for the more you feel like you need to prove that you're you're not this person. Totally. And I think that's true of like girls with our thirtieth birthdays birthday parties sometimes do, or the you know Something like that, where it's like I'm, I'm still young and fun, yeah. and like I don't trust it from a guy <laughs> okay. because again, no one else is excited for this. You know, right. like no one else is like, oh, you're moving in, time to have the you know the big guy hang. Like so that's he's, never right, he's happened. initiating. All he's this initiating stuff. all of this. So what, if you were her, so she already gave him the out. She said, if you want to wait another year, I'm okay with that. Like, nah, I'm a little, what do you I, what do you think she should do? What's her next? She step said here? a lot of things that kind of, you know, I feel bad for her situation. I don't feel bad for her. She's fine. She's, but she mentions four years. She mentions I'll wait another year. She mentions shakier grounds that we're on now. Like, I want him to have his fun with his friends, but I also don't seem uh, don't like that he's acting like this is the last months of fun he'll ever have in his entire life. She's not, again, this is an email written, written from the perspective of her boyfriend's feelings, not from her own feelings. Mm-hmm. She feels uh, less loved. She feels like a side note to this guy's life or, or in the way of his fun life. And I think she needs to air the as not as part of the move. I think it has to be about more than the move. Hey, this relationship's kind of fucked up right now. Right. You're making me feel less valued in the way you're acting as we move closer to moving in together. And I don't really want to be with someone who's not ready to move in with me. I and I, I think for I, I don't want to be with someone who four years in isn't positive and sure and is dancing excited. and is excited. I know you don't you like know, that like, term. I, I think or acting like an adult with me on this road. Right. That would be my advice to her. I think she has to have a very tough relationship right. convo that starts with, we might need to break up. It starts with vulnerability. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing that you said is it comes with like, what is happening is making me feel less valued, less loved, and less like like you feel like you're excited to, or, or you're excited yeah, be- and lucky to, to like be in this with me she brings up a great point because she goes hey, she's afraid of the defense of i'm moving in with you so if you say to him hey are you excited i'm moving what do you mean i'm not excited because i'll i've said the same thing i'm doing it right so maybe but excited we can't, we can't. it's not about excitement it's not about his tone it's not about the moving it's about hey this relationship is not working i'm right. not moving in with someone i don't love and i really don't love you like this Ooh, boom burn game over Right, right. That seems. I right. feel like he would. He's gonna come around, though. He would. He would he be might. like, oh, "I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna change." Blah, blah blah. He might. Here's seven things I need done from your end to like. I would be like, and make it like practical. Like, are the movers done? Did you clean out your apartment? Did you get you know but like th- my issue with that is, and then you become like the warden. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? that's fair. <laughs> that's yeah. why I mean, like, it's so hard to navigate that fine line. Um, and I experienced that in my relationship too, between like, I don't want to be like constantly testing you, like making sure you got your yeah. homework done. Well, but I, I also want to like make sure that you got your homework done. <laughs> well, she needs to pick out one thing right. that hasn't happened yet. 
like because that's how it, i feel like you, you we're always afraid of turning into like just like that nag yeah of mom. like yeah like the person who's just nagging you Barbara. into all parts of your life that's why we want you to be excited mm-hmm. because the more excited you are the less it feels like like we've got like a leash on you well we don't I, like feeling like we have a leash on you either it does you can say you know your actions have been more excited for the parties before you move than the move itself you know you haven't yeah. done one thing for the move but you were able to like plan a going out night for you and the boys Right. Like that could be referenced. I, I but to me the the relationship is fucked up. Not it's not about the move I don't think they move in and then he goes they go, Woo right. back to normal. Well that's a lot of the times what happens when you feel like when you have these couples and they move in together to kind of like not in order to almost not have to talk about the is- the real issues that are going on mm-hmm. and then they just keep moving forward without ever really like dealing with those things that are that are happening. That are happening yeah, yeah, yeah. that are that they're just they use like the the moving on like the the different life events as distractions from like really figuring out what they need to figure out about the way to fix the marriage yeah yeah i i i a real talk has to be without moving talk maybe involved right i agree with that okay let's do some games let's do it uup at betches.com uup at betches.com red flag deal breaker go for it Okay, you go on The Bachelorette and you win and get engaged. After the proposal, The Bachelor or Bachelorette asks you not to watch the show. If you ask why they don't want you to watch the show, they say that they want to focus on the relationship and future they have with you and not the past. Red flag or deal breaker? It's a good question. So, don't watch the show because they hypothetically... You go, you, so you, you go, go on, on The Bachelor. Or they go on? I go on The Bachelor... The Bachelorette. Okay? okay. You go on The Bachelorette. And I get engaged. Okay. After the proposal, the person who's gotten the fantasy suites with all the people. Okay. Asks you don't watch. Oh, like at, we're both on the, we're both on the show. You, so there's. Um, okay. The I'm bachelor, The Bachelorette. You're The Bachelor. Or let's say you're The Bachelorette. Okay. I go on the show as one of the contestants. Okay. We win. You win. We're I, together. We're engaged. We're proposed. And then you say to me, I think it's best for this relationship. Don't watch the show. Like, I think that's okay. I do too. I don't think it's hell. I, I like I do. Everyone has that conversation where they go, well, they had sex with three women six days before they got engaged. Yeah. We've that's, all had that. We've all had that thought yeah. of like, this show this seems a little, weird. This is a little yeah. fucked up. Um, well, it's, it's kind of like love is blind where the stakes are unnecessary, unnecessarily high. Yeah. Like, but on the bachelor, at least you don't have to get married immediately. You could you could like be like, hey, we're just together. We're gonna figure this right. thing out. Yeah. Well, that's why that's the rebuttal to the, like the six woman sleep. Like in the real world, like if, especially most most of these people don't get married for like a couple of years after this. It's more like we're still dating. We're still and, seeing yeah. how this thing works out. <laughs> and then I decided to like delete some girls from my DMs. But this person saying them asking you is 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 really the issue. Well, there was a. Did you watch Andy Dorfman's season? I don't think I did. There was something on that where like. He had written, he had written something. There was some game or something where he had written something, and she like, she didn't want to know mm-hmm. or something. I don't know, whatever. Um, what would you, what would you say? I, if they asked that of me, I would understand where it came from, and I'd be like, you were in a very specific situation. It's only going to upset you. It's only going to upset me. Um, and you were in a situation. The problem for these people, the thing that people don't really reference, is that like. Then they kind of tore around each other now. 
So, like, not only did the person, like, you're engaged, but then the people that also fucked her are at Tao with you. You know, like, right. are, are, like, at the, you know, what the what's the festival they all fucked at? Stagecoach. They're at Stagecoach <laughs> at right. another stage. You go, hey, how you been? Right. It's not like, like you're in that world now. Like... And you don't want to not know things that those people know because then it's sure. embarrassing. Like Hannah B uh, picks Jed over Tyler C. And Tyler C, the whole story was that she was like, I know I want to fuck you. <laughs> so we shouldn't fuck. Right. Like, what is that like for Jed if they wind up together? I guess that's easier for me if I'm Jed. I could go, I, I understand lust. <laughs> I understand and <laughs> I want to have sex with I, him too. I, yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like being one of our significant others and listening to the show. Sure. Yeah. If you, I mean, it's not quite the same. You don't have to visually watch. I mean, if you Jess dating told someone me a else. story about her waking up in bed with a guy who got gum in his hair, I'd be like, yeah, that's a funny story. That's a, it's not like she's wake. She, you know, she didn't wake up with a guy and go. And I like if Jess told the story and was like, and I'm waking up and I blow this guy. Ooh, did it? <laughs> I mean, oh, and I was sucking you on say the balls. That, I mean, you talk about girls that you've slept with, but I, I don't, I, I don't think. Am I? Maybe you could play it back right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm like, and I'm licking her butt. Oh, right. and around the rim, and uh, oh, and she's screaming my name. You know, like I'm not right, and she looked nothing like. You know, like I'm not like going into those types of details. And it kind of does with The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Those details are there for you to see. Right. I think there's a level of it with this, but it's not the same. But yeah, I agree. I don't think there's anything that... It's also especially like when you're competing with those people and you're the, guy, the person is just giving... Peter the, was, It's okay to have some mystery in a relationship. I mean, Hannah was going to get married to Jed and Jed was going to have a fiance who has a friend whose nickname is Peter Four Times Weber. <laughs> For of the reason being that he had sex with her four times in a windmill, well, so it'd be tough. It'd be tough. I I think I would want. I'd have you to watch? watch the show. I'd watch anyway. I think I'd watch too, just so yeah. that I didn't feel like I was working with a different set of knowledge than the rest of the world. Yeah, you don't want to just the, the blind. And someone mentioned yeah, something. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> a windmill. <laughs> what is this windmill joke? Yeah, well, I don't I have get no it. Under- right, yeah. Let's do another. All right. His last name is the same as your mom's maiden name, so it's unclear whether you're distantly related. Ooh, this feels like it was written in by a Hasidic person. <laughs> um, it's. Uh, I, I guess it's not. I would maybe you take a twenty-three and me, and you figure out it's not that much. I actually, I, I did have a boyfriend whose last name was the same name as my mom's maiden name. Really, I did. And yeah. did you have to feel weird? Did you check it out? It's only weird. It's only kind of weird because my middle name is my mom's maiden name. Mm-hmm. So that made it a little weirder. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, like no one cares, especially if it's a common name. Mm-hmm. It's like a Jewy name. Here we yeah. are. It, like, ma- it makes some sense. Right. This happens probably to Indian people all the time. Like yeah. Patel, like there's a million Patels at Smith. You know, like right. and like a lot I think I mean in- Eleanor Roosevelt, that was her maiden name also. Oh, I think really? they might have been like third cousins though. It was a different <laughs> different time. FDR and his what well, yeah. And his <laughs> Eleanor. Yeah. They're they and are, his she, cousin Eleanor. She was Re- she was Roosevelt also. That's weird. Different times. Different times. Everything's great, but they like all their own Facebook, Instagram, Twitter posts. 
They're self-liking. I have to say that has always been a pet peeve of mine. Huge pet peeve of mine. It's like very, it's, it almost, I never understood it. It shows like a level, I'm not even sure what it shows, but it shows something that makes me uncomfortable. What do you think it means? I think it means they're like. Trying to get their numbers up? Yeah. And I think they're it's just. It's like a little like, pathetic. It's a little pathetic. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what do we care about at this point? Like, what's, what's the one going to do for you? That's the other thing. Right. Like, I guess it only makes sense if you, like, I. I guess I would see this happening more on Facebook than any of the other, because Instagram you get a lot more likes no matter what. Like the whole game of Instagram you is do. liking. Not well, <laughs> me. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Um, but the whole game of Instagram and Twitter is likes and retweets. They were just like, I, I just really wanted to get to like twenty. <laughs> That's an important number to me. Yeah. Well, what is a lot of people get mad when someone retweets their own tweets. Well, that I assume is to keep is to put it back to the front. The front. So right. I understand that. That makes more sense, especially if you're like an actual if comedian or someone, and not if you're just like. But when you go on Facebook person. and you're like a mom and you're like, like stop vaccinating your kids, mm. like you know, like, you like your own. You're like, right. especially uh, when you're the only person who likes it. Yeah, go me. Yeah, good I, point, Jared. I think it's a red flag. I think it it screams of of caring what people think because mm-hmm. you're either trying to get that number up or you're like trying to self. Your priorities promote. are yeah. misaligned. It'd be a red flag. I think I could still date that person uh, realistically if everything else were perfect, but I don't think everything else would be. Yeah, I agree. Well, given that fact, Jordana, we did it again. We did it. What a fun, fun, fun. We got him out there. Thing. We got podcasts are out there hopefully we see each other soon yeah um everyone out there stay safe stay nice be good to each other and uh we'll be back next week this is the most uh like endearing that i think we've ever been on a pot we're trying weird mood we're trying (laughs) we're trying to be good to everybody but i guess you know someone's gonna be out there being like i don't know i all we can say is that we hope for the best for everybody so uh keep you know, keep uh, listening. Hopefully this offered you the hour away from your own thoughts and fears and dreams that, you know, it gave us. Because, you know, sitting here and being normal about this, it's fun for us, too. Definitely. So keep sending your emails. UUP at Betches.com. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPPod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.